Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be catching up even more on Big Brother 24. Today is Saturday, so that means we just had the veto competition end. We have the results from them. We also have the HOH. We have nominations. We have a whole blind side on Thursday night to go over. So a lot of stuff to talk about. I will not be playing the entire invitation trailer, though, for you all, as much as I know you y'all are excited for the invitation which sponsored the HOH competition. I will not be advertising that too much. Again, the invitation in theaters um, in three, I don't know. I don't know how long. I can't talk about the invitation anymore. But we're going to be catching up on Big Brother 24, everyone. It's going to be so much fun. And I think besides, you know, last week when we had two people, it was just me and Zach here, we got two people here again. It's only me and the lovely Roxy Hobbin. Roxy, did you know that this is about the 265th show we've done together? No, I did not know that. That is crazy. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> I just did the math earlier. I was like, okay, so it's, it's going to be us. I got to do this real quick. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's wild. That's but crazy. Roxy, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Well, actually, not as much as I think we typically do, but we still have a lot to just catch up on in well, general. There is a lot to unpack with, with the episode last week. But um, before we start, I really just need to say it just really super fast. Um, last week, not last week, but last Wednesday, Wednesday, not on the podcast, I inadvertently said something that I did not know was ugly. I did not know. I did not know it was ugly, but now that, and thank you. Thank you. Thank goodness that somebody in the comments pointed it out to me because I did not know. But now that it's been pointed out to me, I feel really stupid for not knowing I'm not going to repeat it because it's ugly, but I just wanted to say, like, I'm very sorry about that. I d you guys know my heart, though, but I was just like mortified because I did not mean I didn't know that's what it meant. And so I'll just be way more careful from now on. But I definitely will not be saying that again ever again. So anyway, I apologize for that. And I'm super thankful for there were a couple of people who said it, but I know for sure Lane was one of them. So I really appreciated that because otherwise I'd have just been walking around willy nilly saying that is willy nilly bad. I don't know. I just said something else from the South. Is that bad? I don't know. I think it's fine. I think it's like a play on Willie Nelson. Oh, okay. I I'm like just kidding. Him. I really don't know. Oh, but we could say it I is. don't know. Anyway, my apology. Seriously, my apologies. I'm not trying to make a lot of it. Like I felt really bad and I also felt really stupid, which is not. A feeling I'm familiar with. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel really stupid all the time. So anyway, I'm really, really, really sorry um, for that. All right. Thank you, Jameson. Thank you. Uh, so now I'm going to ask you, Roxy, how has this week yes. gone so far for you? Not necessarily in your personal life. You can delve into that if you really want to, but more in a Big Brother 24 sense. How are you? How did you feel mm -hmm. coming out of the Thursday night eviction? How are you feeling now that we're at Saturday with uh, the veto winner in place, kind of the rest of the week already set up. Um, so how are you feeling? Maybe not spoilers just yet. I'll catch us up in a second. Okay, well, I'm not, I'll leave the spoiler part out of it. So I can just talk about for sure the eviction. Absolutely. Right? Up yeah. to the, through the eviction episode. Okay, so um, listen, I'm going to say this. So from the time that we saw um, the aftermath of the veto ceremony this past week the feeds have been on fire it's like that day in particular was the best day of feeds i've seen in eons eons 
oh my gosh, it was so good. And I couldn't stop watching it. And this week is going so splendidly well so far that I don't want to jinx anything. And I'm very excited to talk about possibilities for next week too. But I just think, listen, when Big Brother is is bad, it is horrible. <laughs> Big Brother is good. It's better than any other show. And right now, it's, it's still horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but in all the good ways. Yes, Lee, I don't have a hospital bracelet on. I did go to the hospital three times this week, but they were scheduled. I had to have iron infusion and then some injections and stuff. I am on the road to recovery-ish for part of it, and then surgeries will happen at some point. But anyway, thank you for noticing, though. I feel pretty decent today. I am medicated, but this is my life right now. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Uh, So one of the big things on the episode on Thursday that we got to see was finally the veto ceremony, which we got a cliffhanger for on Wednesday night. So we couldn't talk about that on Wednesday night's podcast, but uh, we finally got to see it all in action. We got to see uh, the drama unfold live during the ceremony. Everyone shocked faces. We got to see Jasmine just enraged stare at Turner as Amira and Terrence walked to the couch um, and we also get to see Turner's speech, which we got little tidbits of just in, you know, passing conversation once the feeds came back on. But it pretty much kind of boiled down to him saying, I'm the youngest one in this house and I shouldn't tell you all not to treat people like this. So here's here's your chance to make things yeah. right, <laughs> um, which was really great. Turner has had one of the biggest turnarounds um, from preseason conversation to now, even just when the game when the game started um, from being a stagehand to now being the one that everyone roots for, for some reason. Um, and now he's also having a rough <laughs> week, you know, being a have not um, and having to go on a different well, and diet. And he's stuck with and, Jasmine. And he's stuck with Jasmine. He's... That's really the worst part. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Joseph, I know you said, did Turner's speech twist the arm of producers forcing them to air the hatred of Taylor? That is what he said was partially the reasoning. Him putting that into his speech would force them to show Taylor being mistreated in some sense. Who knows if the producers would have shown that otherwise. I think it would have been pretty hard to um, skate around the entire Daniel blow up. So um, I think that was partly it. At least that's what he seemed to make it look like anyway. So I'm very thankful that it happened, though, because that was a great ceremony. It set up, you know, the ending to a fantastic week. Like Roxy said, one of the best weeks I have seen in a long time. We had a genuine blindside. Um, yes, it was so good. So let's go, oh, let's go into that a little yes. bit more. So, mm. I mean, in the episode itself, we saw the veto ceremony. Then we saw a little bit more um, set up before the eviction, such as, you know, Nicole telling Terrence that he's not going to be here, which was incredible. Loved it so much because um, we know deep down what was actually going to happen. Um, and so we got to see Nicole saying goodbye to Terrence, not being able to say goodbye to Amira, which she was really upset about once the feeds came back on. It's not like she couldn't have told her goodbye when she was walking out the door, but you know, whatever. Um, so the eviction live. Roxy, did you were you one of the people that thought that Amira knew by the time the live eviction came on? You saw her face sitting there. You saw everyone a little bit giddy and everything. Well, what did you think? I mean, look, the telltale sign for me is always, I don't know if she knew 100%. I don't know that anyone told her. I think she had an inkling because the telltale sign always for me is what are they wearing? And while it was, she wasn't dressed to the nines, she was not dressed in athletic gear the way the other participants were. 
because as we know, Big Brother production gives them kind of a clue ahead of time, like, hey, for tonight's comp, you guys can all be dressed up like it's just questions or, you know, hey, tonight's going to be physical. Y'all need to have on athletic wear. And she did not have on athletic wear. So as soon as it started, I was like, man, somebody either told her or she just had an inkling. And in the past, when they've had kind of a feeling, which I think is the case, they'll lay their athletic wear out on the bed um, and be ready to change into it in case they stay. But they wear something a little nicer to be evicted in. I don't think people told them because the reaction faces of the people who were left out of the loop were priceless. Oh, priceless. Yes. Um, I, I'm usually not cautiously optimistic when it comes to stuff like this, but so I had the same initial thoughts of, (laughs) Oh, Amira is dressed way nicer than Terrence. Mm -hmm. Um, her face going into the commercial break right before the vote just seemed, she looked drained. And that's what it seemed to, to make everyone on Twitter and stuff be like, Oh, she definitely knows. Someone told her we can't ever have anything nice. Can we? James Hewling is back in the house. I try to not look on Twitter as much as possible because I do a little bit, but I don't want my opinions to be skewed by the opinions on Twitter. And so I didn't see any of that, but that's funny that that that's what people were saying about James, especially because, gosh, he ruined so many blind sides. Absolutely. And um, so I was kind of being a little bit more optimistic, just being like, okay, Amira in her mind is like, oh, well, I've got to give a speech in about two minutes in front of millions of people. I'm probably not just going to be like the most, oh yeah, I'm ready for this moment of my life type of thing. It also could have just caught her at a bad moment where she was just focused on anything else. So I thought people were reading too much into it. So that's (laughs) why I was holding out hope that she didn't know. And once we saw the votes actually coming in and we saw like Alyssa go in there and even Daniel with his his vote that he casted for Amir, which was ironically the deciding vote. Um, Which was uh, so funny. Yeah. Seeing all of them just kind of interact with Julie is like, okay. Well, she definitely doesn't know. And also her speech that she gave definitely didn't have any finality to it. And Terrence is like, she he seemed pack like everything. Well, no, she, she had to tell all of her stuff. She had to tell Jasmine to get the shoes out mm-hmm. of her closet or whatever it was. She whispered to her uh, after yeah. she left. So we did actually get a genuine blindside and I am so happy. When is the last time we got a genuine blindside like this? Oh my gosh. Like what? 1942 is a long time ago. <laughs> In the midst my of war. Real. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Uh, thank you, Jameson, for the earring comment. I saw it earlier and I meant to tell you. Thank you. I love you, Jameson. And maybe I should anyway, clarify, Jenny went blindside with like this many votes at play because we've had, you know, Memphis and All-Stars didn't really know he was going to be going home. Um, and I'm trying to think last year. A blindside where it wasn't, it was kind of a split. Like, yeah, the entire house wasn't in on the blindside. Yeah, it's one thing and to so, say blindside with like two votes in play, like we have for Kylan, or Kylan was just one vote, right. and then Memphis was two votes, and those are the last two I can think of that were like genuine. They didn't really know they were, they were going to go home. Um, I'm thinking maybe Cliff in 21, right before he came back in the house, right afterwards as the last member of Camp Comeback. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a blindside. Uh, but other than that, I feel like we have to go back to 20 is really what I go back to for I any mean, sort of blindside. Listen. And even with blind sides, we've had some. However, I don't remember the last time that it was this delicious and glorious <laughs> because 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I was just like, I was giddy. And of course, as you all know, on Thursdays, I am not at home. And that's why we don't do shows on Thursdays because Barrett won't let me podcast from the car. I won't. But anyway, he just won't. He's a perfectionist that way. Like he likes for me to be in my perfect form here in my house. And so anyway, so I had to watch it like on my phone in the car. And I know that all of the people outside of the cheer gym in that parking lot who really don't know me are thinking to themselves, why is that lady? Why? Why is the new lady at the gym over in her car, like hooping and hollering and yelling and clapping her hands? She is alone in the car, <laughs> but whatever. I'm just out there like, woo, <laughs> watching it. I mean, I'm like, yes, yes, the whole time. I know. And people are just like, what is she doing? <laughs> do you uh, do you ever get paranoid when they're voting and we have a close vote like this, that one of them is accidentally going to slip up and just in the heat of the, like just being in the adrenaline of the moment, accidentally say the wrong name. Cause I thought that every single time someone that I knew was voting out of Mira was going to go in there and like, Oh my God, they're going to accidentally say Terrence just because they're not thinking or whatever. Um, or like they want to throw a hinky vote, throwing it back to, to evil Dick with the hinky vote comment. Cause that was his deal. But um, throwing a hinky vote or something just to be, you know, whatever and throw people off like out of boredom, basically. Like that could have thrown everything off had that happened. And so I I do get nervous. I'm like, I hope nobody gets a wild hair and is like, I'm just going to vote the other way. I'll be <laughs> honest. I was a little bit worried that maybe Monty might do that. Like, because he, he, does have to work very hard to keep up this facade of very anti-Taylor, which even Taylor today told him. He was like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, you you tell everybody we're after Taylor. And he's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> which I thought was funny. but Easy enough. Yeah. You know, I was a little nervous about him. Like, so he could be like, no, I definitely voted, you know, the other way. But. Anyway, worked out great for us, didn't it? It it really did. Um, and we we got the the glorious Amira exit interview with Julie, where we got the picture on the the LED screen of all the leftovers, and Amira was pretty shocked about everyone except for Taylor, Turner, Michael, and Monty. I think it was the four she named, um, or maybe it was just three members. I don't know. I but think Kyle. She, I thought she just. Yeah, she was shocked about Kyle. I thought she just named. Taylor, Michael, and Brittany. I don't, I don't think know she. What I don't she think said. she threw Brittany in there. No, she didn't. Actually, she did not say Brittany because I remember thinking, "Why the hell she didn't say Brittany? She didn't even <laughs> like Brittany." I remember thinking that in my head. So you're right. She didn't say Brittany. Who did she yeah. say? I thought she uh, said Taylor, Michael, I, and one other person. I know it was Taylor and Michael. Turner, Turner. Turner. Was it also Turner? Thank okay, you, Jameson. Cool. Jameson, you are so the best. You're the best. <laughs> Fact checker. Yeah, As we Jameson always should be right here, sitting here with us right now because Jameson's on top of it. <laughs> what would we do without Jameson? Uh, speaking of Brittany, though, in that exit We'd interview, <laughs> we didn't get to see the all of the goodbye messages, which I think I, I want to play a couple of them now that we didn't get to see. Um, well, we did see Brittany. Yeah, because they played but, them um, the next day. 
Uh, I'm going to play Britney's real quick just because I enjoy it, even though it's not like accurate. And I know if Nick was here, he'd be talking about this uh, because Britney goes into being like, I was all in on the girls alliance. Be like, not nah, you weren't really, though. Like you ride it out a mirror I mean, pretty quickly. I mean, after yeah. you're kind of outcasted, but you did do that, Britney. But in her defense, she did it because she knew she's not part of them. She knew. She wasn't fully out yet, though. She, was, she wasn't at the point where she just sensed it every time she walked into a room. At that point, she was just like, I need to do something, I guess, when she didn't She's really need to. She's a hypnotist. She's living on a different plane than we are, so we don't know what she felt, okay? She sees the <laughs> things we can't, right? It's true. Oh, wait. I think that's clairvoyant. It's not a hypnotist. Yeah, that's Joseph at 25. He's clairvoyant. He is, indeed. I... <laughs> I was all in on the girls' girls, but then you guys ghosted me. You made me feel so excluded. That's precisely why you're going this week, and it really is a shame because I was all in on you. I don't believe your loss. Mir said, "I don't believe that." <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, and you shouldn't. Did you see the interview with Sharon Tharp? That, or just like a little clip of it of her um, asking Amira about colorism. Did you see that clip? I did not, no. I have never, I mean, I love Sharon Tharp. I've never actually wanted to go and find her and like do high fives and stuff <laughs> and like, yes, thank you for that. Because you, <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> this was just a whole other blind side for Amira because I feel like she was ill-prepared for that question um, because she had that kind of deer in the headlights look at first where she was just like, uh, I, uh, uh, she did that. And then she answered, but you could tell she was just like, Oh, what do I say? And I mean, and she did give a, a, you know, a good answer, but for a brief second, I thought she is not speaking English right now because she, <laughs> she was, she was speaking like I do when I don't have words, which is all the time. She, she was going, uh, uh, <laughs> just like I do all the time, but I, it was it was glorious. So if you haven't seen it, I really recommend you looking that up. Was it, this, was it this part? Um, so. <laughs> was it that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh, uh, <laughs> well, you see what happened was. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. always, like, if you say anything, Barrett, I can see him. He's just over there, like, click, click, click. I'm going to find it right now. Let me get on let me get on Twitter. You can always count on Barrett to have the clips. It's true. I think I found more you of it. Have it until I said it. Yeah. One yeah, of them yeah, being yeah. something like colorism, which we're not talking about a lot. Do you, do you kind of, can you see how maybe Taylor's experience, even as, you know, another person of color, was different from yours? If that makes sense. Um, so. One of them being something <laughs> like colorism, which we're not. Oh, my God. Um, but she did end up having a good answer for that. I mean, it's not really. It, it wasn't a terrible answer. It, I feel like it was good for her kind of being thrown off in that moment of, oh, OK, I did not know I was about to be asked this. Like it, she did. She did like struggle for a second and then she you know she had an answer um 
it wasn't bad. It's just having watched in the house. I just sometimes I'm just like, well, this feels a little disingenuous. But I also feel like so the other people in, in who have been in the house that have been evicted have not owned what they said and and even tried to, to to look at it like okay i did do that let me learn something from this let me try to make amends or do, even to just acknowledge like yeah i really screwed up with that they haven't done that they've made excuses we don't like the the feeds that we are watching aren't catching everything well yeah no shit like there's only four cameras and half the time skippy's got them all in the same damn room but we've seen enough right you're like you're not fooling anybody and so they've done that with amira i I haven't seen her i don't even know if she's back on social yet or anything like that i feel a little more hopeful that she will have a better grasp and understanding of what has occurred and and maybe be able to examine it at least i'm hoping because you know with some of the people in the house i'm just like there is no hope for you and i hate your guts i don't really feel like that with amira so maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part but i'm hoping that she's gonna be one of those that is just like man i really lost my head in there and my everything my morals everything and i can see it in hindsight i'm hoping that we're going to get that from her i really um well i don't know maybe maybe not i know one person who's very hopeful about amira outside of the house and that's joseph joseph (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm gonna play his goodbye message now um I have to crop the videos like this because I feel bad if I don't show the person's Twitter name on this or because then it just feels like I'm stealing and that's mean. Um, but I'm also lazy and don't get these videos myself. Amira, I want you to know that every laugh, cry, and moment we shared was real. It's so unfortunate that our game didn't align together. I know you said a guy like me is your type, so hopefully once I win this for us, we can meet up outside of here. That's hilarious. <laughs> is it just me or does Joseph sound sound like as if he's reading from cue cards in that last bit, little it, part? It did. It sounded very much like he had practiced this for a while. Yeah, like least. it was manufactured. Yeah. Um, uh, Thomas Thomas Scott in chat. Yes. The one that you, you sent with Davon absolutely killed. It was so funny. Yes. And I saw something else. Yes. Bean. B-B-B-B-Bean. What a bean i'll just call you bean in my head so that's what i'm gonna call you out loud um you are 100 correct aza talks about colorism expertly and you know i because i don't have a frame of reference for a lot of it i do try to listen and and i did i think i said this on on here one time or maybe i said it in the facebook group um but i read a book a couple of years ago two or three years ago called um Gosh, what was it? White fragility or something like that? I'll have to look it up and I'll tell y'all. Yes. Is that what it's called? Okay, I thought so. (laughs) I've read it. Don't ask me the title. But anyway, I try to read a lot of stuff like that because I do have a desire to learn. I grew up in a different time period. And so, but being here so correct, like I love listening to Aza talk about it because a lot of the things I don't, 
I, well, I don't have that experience, obviously. And so listening to, to her is like, I'm just like, oh, okay. And then I take it and try to apply it. So I appreciate that Aza does that. And, and I'm glad that you said that. It was, it was awesome. Yes. All of these things, you guys in chat, look at y'all. <laughs> look at y'all. They're so good. I love y'all. So good. <laughs> okay. So anything else about Thursday's episode? Of course, we had the beginning of the HOH competition brought to you by uh, the the future hit film, The Invitation. Um, and we got so many commercial breaks. And then we came back from commercial breaks and Julie simply set up the HOH competition, played a trailer, and then went to commercial break again. Um, <laughs> so uh, that was a lot. We didn't get to watch really any of the HOH comp, but what we do know about the beginning of it was that fifteen hundred so bizarre. I know. Why did they Which, do that? We've had things sponsored by movies before. I mean, plenty of times, but like, I don't know. Have they ever just fully played a trailer during a live show like that before? I don't can't remember that ever happening. I just remember they, they mean, showed trailers like for Vito. Not in the set. live show. Yeah. yeah, not in the live show that I can recall. But you know, I'm not like I'm old. I don't remember. But I know they've shown them before. I just don't think it was on the live show. Yeah, I couldn't remember it was that. It's kind of weird. If it did happen, sorry, I'm not remembering correctly. But um, just know, everyone, that the invitation in theaters August 26th, 2022. So everyone go see the invitation. Um, but yeah, I that want was... to see it. <laughs> you do? You genuinely good. want to see it? I genuinely want to see it. I think it looks good. Okay. I mean, I don't think it looks great. I think it looks... I think that it looks like a movie that will have jump scares in it. And I will spend, you know, a couple of hours going ah! like that. You know how I do, Barry. You've watched scary movies with me before. It doesn't even have to be scary. It can just be in that genre. And I'm screaming like if somebody can open a door suddenly and I will jump right out of the chair. Barrett knows. He's seen it. It really doesn't take much. <laughs> so yeah, I want to see it. No, uh, it doesn't take much at all. But we saw the beginning of this comp, which was essentially 1,500 envelopes flying onto the ground. And in the first round, there were eight that had red letters inside, right? Red invitation letters for them to for them to like be invited to run up to the the porch of a house that they built. <laughs> um, and the first like, eight would qualify Uncle for the Vernon, next round. Like uh, if Uncle Vernon were there, do you know how much trouble all all of them would have been in? So Vernon Bursley would not have that at all. That's why he likes Sundays. There's no post on Sundays. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Very good. I'm uh, sorry. I'm meditated. So, <laughs> I'm sure it alarmed everyone at the end of this episode when the first person we saw grab their red letter and get oh, to their first spot was gosh. Jasmine, of all people. So Jasmine just hopping around uh, into the backyard found her first one and qualified first and everything. So that was not a great sight to behold. If you're a fan of the leftovers, I don't know who isn't uh, going into the episode ending. But uh, finally, when the feeds came back on, we saw who was their new reigning HOH and spoiler alert for anyone mm -hmm. who doesn't exactly want to know this information. We have wait, pause before you say okay. it. The suspense builds before you say who won. Who did you, who were you hoping to see win? Um, I was hoping for just anyone from the leftovers. I wasn't being too specific with it because with the twist that is in play, it doesn't really matter <laughs> that much. 
Um, right, I would have loved the way to see, broken up. Yeah, right. I I want to see Britney in power at some point. I think that would be really funny. I and think cool. it would be <laughs> so funny, so funny. Can you imagine? Huh? Yeah. Yikes. She's already so yeah. intense all the time that I just want to see her being intense, but also like doing it with a specific purpose of getting someone out. Um, especially this week, I think would have been interesting with Britney mm -hmm. as HOH, um, because I think after this week it might become a little bit too gamed this twist to the point where it might not be as interesting <laughs> no matter who is hoh right and we still don't know how long that this twist whatever it is yeah. we don't know how long it's gonna last like there's not been any indication but i swear it can't last for long because i mean what are they gonna do like then they're gonna have like groups of three and then what are they gonna do well, now we start on groups of four, and before long, it's like the entire house is our best friends. Yes. <laughs> like, so it can't last forever. Yeah. But, you know, and to me, like two weeks is plenty. I feel like three weeks is like pushing it. So please don't do CBS, not more than three weeks. Do you hear me? Mm. Not more. Well, they've had not one, but really two different alliances game their twist, which is a sight to behold. Like that takes a lot of skill to make a twist that e literally everyone in this house has benefited from at this point. Um, so, oh yeah, I guess I never spoiled who's HOH. Monty is our new HOH. I didn't give another spoiler warning or a dramatic pause, but Monty's a new mm -hmm. HOH member of the leftovers. So Monty and Terrence and Joseph are all safe. I didn't mention that Terrence then joined Monty and Joseph's bestie festie group after he survived the eviction. So what was, I can't remember his wording exactly. It was just, I guess I'm gonna go with the boys. <laughs> At first I, I know. Like, oh. And at first I thought it was an interesting choice, but then I was like, oh no, that's no, actually the a, best choice he could have made. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't what think it's the best choice he could make at all. It worked out for him. It worked out for him. But for, for Terrence, why would you, I mean, Granted, I don't think there's really any group that he would be completely safe, but why would you choose to sit with two players who are so well-liked in the house? Because should you go on the block, you're going home. What do you Which, I mean, to be honest, I would think so. To be honest, I don't think Terrence cares considering, you know, after he was nominated this last week, he said, guys, I'm going to go on home. <laughs> Mira, you got this, okay? Right? <laughs> so maybe it doesn't matter. But I just felt like that that was really kind of a dumb choice on his part. Mm, I didn't think it was wrong. terrible. Two good competitors. Being on the block with them at the end of the week would be yes. both of them being on the block, which would be like, hmm, tempting. You know? Uh, I didn't think it was terrible. I think in the, in the, in the heat of the moment, you know, having to pick a new I pair to join. It. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Like it, I expected that that's who he was going to choose, and I also thought it was hilarious that Nicole looked like she thought that he was going to choose her, <laughs> and then he did it. And then I felt like that the boys looked like, um, that they were not very pleased about it. Like just their faces. I don't know. What do you think? No, I I thought it was fine. Give. I mean. And just think, the worst thing that could have happened is that Terrence just packs his bags again, you know? You know, yeah. they get put but on the block. He just doesn't even unpack. He yeah. just go. he strolls around the house with it on like two wheels and he just takes it <laughs> everywhere with him just in case. 
Yeah, he just brings it into every room with him just in case he gets expelled in the middle of the day too. So he's got to always exactly. have it with him. You never exactly. know. Exactly. Um, the thing is, I'm not hinging on you know a, a Terrence moment in the game for how this plays out. Like I, it's not that big of a deal to me. It's Terrence. I don't, <laughs> I don't expect him to do a lot. And his game so far has been to be the yes man in every single conversation. Uh, it's just like Terrence, do you like Taylor? It's like, oh no, I don't like Taylor. Oh, but I like Taylor. Oh yeah, I love Taylor. She's great. She's probably my favorite person in the house, actually. Now that I think about it a little bit. If that's how a conversation with Terrence goes. It's I know, just agreeable, like, agreeable, agreeable. Mm-hmm. He, which is great in the real world, honestly. Like it's good to be adaptable and agreeable in in the real world. Not to the point where you sacrifice who you are as a person so much, but in the Big Brother house, like you can't, re- you're gonna have to pick like a stance and and like let's stick with that because. Honestly, he's the epitome of whomever is the last person to speak to Terrence. That is what his current opinion is. Also, fun fact or not so fun fact, however you want to look at it, that I learned about Terrence this week. Um, He has a full bar and a stripper pole in his home. Okay. Same. The things things you you learn when you're watching the live feeds. The things you learned, but maybe necessarily you didn't want to at the same time, or maybe we did. Maybe this was maybe this is going to come back into play. Maybe there's going to be a poll specific competition later on in the season. Yes, and then we're going to be like Terrence because, has got this. Yeah, another fun fact: the poll is for Terrence. I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. That was a joke. That part was a joke. Joke and Julie. That was a joke. <laughs> Since it's just me and Barrett tonight, I thought I'd throw in some of our old school sayings. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just taking it way back tonight. This one's for the people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. I talked to Daniel earlier. You saying that reminded me of Daniel, and I talked to him, which, by the way, Daniel has Pooch's phone number. Huh. <laughs> I feel like there's a story behind that one. Oh, there's a story. I'm not going <laughs> to share it right here. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. But okay, we'll move but on. My from... first reaction was, "Ooh, gross! Why?" <laughs> <laughs> Just know that <laughs> Daniel uh, does not like him. No, it's understandable. It'd be weird if Daniel was just like standing pooch for some reason at this moment. Like that, I, that, I would know, know that you would talk to an imposter. That would not be Daniel. That wasn't Daniel at all. <laughs> not the icon. Um. Wait. What? Okay, Jameson in chat. I want to get this question out of the way. When I release the gifts, plural, um, I'm creating for you, would you guys consider doing a reaction video to it? Um, 100%. Yes. Jameson, I wish you could have seen my reaction to the little snippets that you posted in the Facebook. Well, you did see a little bit of it. I'm telling you. Do you know how many people in my house I made watch those videos more than once? And they didn't even care, but I thought they were so funny. Just so absolutely 100%. In fact, I would like to do a reaction video about it. And then maybe, maybe I'd like to have you on and talk to you about it because I think that would be grand. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll discuss. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> we'll be in contact. Uh, so I'm bringing up Terrence and talking about his choices uh, to have to join a new group kind of ties into post episode when the feeds came back on we find out Monty is the new HOH the leftovers are back in power for the second week in a row um and 
now they have to figure out, okay, well, this really happened earlier in the day, but they have to put their plan into place as to how the vote came about at the end of the day, how they were all going to pretend that they <laughs> voted last second to switch the vote to Amira instead of Terrence. So um, mm -hmm. that kind of was set up and earlier there's in the day. no alliance. No, not, yeah. none whatsoever. No, it was listen, just, don't get the wrong idea. There's no alliance. This just like was last all week. Just coincidental. Like, yeah. what? Just like the week before yeah. when they all voted out Pooch mm -hmm. at the last second. And there definitely wasn't a plan all week, right? Just like that. Exactly like that. Um, so yeah, they definitely had plans to cover their bases. So really what happened here is before the feeds went down for eviction, Joseph kind of came up with the plan to insinuate that Taylor at one point, a couple of days prior, the, the conversation between Amira and Kyle that we talked about where, you know, Kyle was like, I didn't tell everyone that you have $250,000 in Google stock or whatever. Um, so during that conversation, they're saying, and they're making this all up, of course, that Taylor heard it with her ear to the storage room door uh, and that <laughs> she told Terrence about it, that about the Pose Pack Alliance that Amira and Kyle were discussing in this conversation amongst the Google stock. Um, and so she tells Terrence and then, um, Terrence <laughs> decides to approach, uh, a couple of different people in the house about this big alliance that he heard about. <laughs> um, and so basically that all goes off on the wayside and this plan is after this plan is put into place, the feeds come back on Monty's HOH. They decide to tell everyone that was not a part of this plan about what happened and how their vote came about, you know. Terrence knew about Post Pack. There was a leak. We just didn't know if we could trust Amir anymore. She's obviously a part of something bigger. If she doesn't care about Post Pack that much, she's leaking it. Um, <laughs> all of these mm -hmm. things that they're just making up. It was very elaborate. Very yes. elaborate. Um, and I appreciate all of that planning that took place. I did. Yeah. The planning and, it, and the execution. It was great. And it had layers to it. It wasn't just everyone heard the mm -hmm. same exact thing. It was, you know, Brittany heard it and then Brittany told Michael and Michael changed his vote just based off of what Brittany told him. So there was like kind of a game right. of telephone involved too. So they set it up okay. Um, well, yeah. and at one point there was a plan where Kyle, gosh, I feel like this is like forever ago and it really honestly was like, several days ago, but it feels like, like a month ago. But anyway, Kyle, I believe was going to right before the vote, lean into someone. I don't even remember, help me remember and, and say something along the lines of like, what is, so what is old school to kind of be like, Oh, so I heard about this alliance. I thought he like, was talking about is, Amira. He was going to do that to Amira or someone. I don't really remember. No, 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 no. It was, of it. it was Nicole or Daniel. Um, I think it was Daniel that he wanted to say yeah. it to, which I think would have been, I don't it, like I, just all of the various plans that they were trying to make um, where they were going to basically uh, cover themselves on why they voted the way they voted. That was one yeah. of the things that was thrown out. And I was like, I remember thinking, please let that happen. Please let that happen on live TV for him to lean over and be like, so what is old school? Because I thought it would have been absolutely hilarious. So yeah. anyway, I don't remember the specifics, but I rather enjoyed all of the planning that occurred, whether it, you know, came to fruition or not. The planning was wonderful yes. and I loved it. It's wonderful, mainly because everyone just eats it up. And I think their plan for why they changed their vote this week was 
it has a downside and an upside. The downside is that they have to make Taylor the scapegoat yet again uh, for causing all of this, Um, which Which should be the first red flag to um, everyone on the other side of the house, because that's exactly what they made up the week before that she caused the pooch flip as well. So that should be the first indicator. Um, Taylor didn't actually do it this week, but you're saying she actually did it this week, this time. So this is the time that she actually did it. Or are we still lying? (laughs) Listen, it did last time. Listen, I know we made it up last time, but this time, this time it's for real. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. But the upside. How many times in a row can they do it? <laughs> well, we're going to see. We still got a whole, we got a new week to play out too. Well, there's um, a possible new plan, but we'll discuss that in a, in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but Not I was going to say the upside of making up that plan is that once you utter Taylor's name to people like Jasmine and Nicole and Daniel and Indy and Alyssa, they automatically go, of course, you would totally do that. Yeah, that's totally what Taylor would do. Sounds just like the made-up version of Taylor (laughs) I have in my head. Yes. Those people. (laughs) So that's like the good idea behind it is that they will believe anything that you say that Taylor did. So I thought that was very smart to say that Taylor caused all of it. Listen, while I don't, it's no secret that I don't like multiple people for multiple reasons i feel like it's not a stretch for me to say i don't think they're necessarily stupid unlikable yes i do think they say some really asinine things but in general i feel like that several of them do at least have above average or average intelligence and so Every time that they believe the like things like that, where it's like you you have a lack of critical thinking that I, I feel like is imperative to just survival in general, especially in the Big Brother house. And so I'm just like, how can you have some modicum of intellect and also be stupid? <laughs> like, <laughs> like how how does this work? I'm fascinated. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Like, it's not like, oh, my God, you're so dumb. A couple of them, yes. But they're not stupid, but they're stupid. It, right? it's, it's very interesting. And I don't know how it's happening because they they should be the ones. They're basically copying what Postpack did the week before with Pooch. Like, it's not that different. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that they're falling for it is insane to me. Uh, not only did they fall for it after Amira and Terrence went up, but now they're falling for it after they voted out Amira. Like they should, I feel like they need to put two and two together. And I feel like Daniel and Nicole are very close to it. Like I feel like they're the two detectives that are about to crack the case. They're Charlie, you know, they're Charlie Day with the Pepe Sylvia, you I know, mean, corkboard. Listen, it's like Mr. Magoo or something, though. Like, come on. Well, that's probably way too old for anybody to understand, Mr. Magoo, but. It's like, they're like, well, dumb. I don't know how else to explain it. They're so narcissistic, though, and self-involved. Like, are they really going to come to the right conclusion? Like Nicole? Narcissistic? How could I make this about me? Just like last week. You know, Turner only nominated Amira to get back at me. This was about me, you know. This was to get back at me. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he didn't put you on the block, because it's about you, Nicole. 
Well, that was the big thing with Nicole on Thursday night, you know, in her midst of spiraling, which she still is, by the way. It's She's on like day eight of spiraling in a row at this point. Um, but it was it was all about her. It was day just eight of spiraling. <laughs> it was all about yeah. her. You know, I'm going to go up on the block because why would they not? Why would they not want to get me out? I'm the best competitor here. Why would they not want to take a shot? I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to. And I just have too much pride and integrity to, you know, Ugh. just sit by and let this her. happen. Like, Nicole gaslights so much that she gaslights herself, honestly. It is astounding to me. And yes, thank you, thank you chat, for knowing who Mr. Magoo is. And yes, Damon and chat. That is such a, a great thing to say. Damon says the gameplay this season is so good and so atrocious at the same time. Right? The accuracy of that. Mm -hmm. It's true. Like we see good gameplay and then we're like, yeah, but you're a horrible individual. So, <laughs> <laughs> But also like Nicole thought that the only way possible for her to have gone up on the block is because Turner is obviously America's player. Like, obviously she, she can't fathom a world where there would be a reason to put a mirror on the block and betray nicole like that what mm -mm -mm. and and not only that here's the thing that gets me oh he must be america's player there's no other reason for it she doesn't stop and question if he's america's player and that's who america picked why would they pick that <laughs> right right what, like, if you truly believe that, what does that tell you that America thinks? If you, you're going to go along those lines. She has these thoughts, but they're not complete thoughts. Like, yeah. they're only just, so, like, it's like she has, like, the first half of the sentence and not the rest of it. Like, get no. yourself a predicate because you've only got the subject so far and it's just not working. <laughs> get yourself a predicate. I don't think I've ever heard predicate mom's. used in just like casual conversation. <laughs> Nor have I heard the word predicate used in probably 12 years. Yeah, well, um, listen, my father um, was the vice president for um, Stevens Media. He's a journalist and my mother was an English teacher. And then she was the librarian. So I constantly correct people on their grammar, even though mine is not great. I constantly correct in my head and you will often hear me use words like, you know, predicate, grammar, grammarish words like that. Predicate, hang, like participle. <laughs> You're impressed, aren't you? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, we're, we all are. I'm me and everyone very medicated. Right very medicated. My apologies. Roxy, we all know. My apologies. This is not, not, not these days. Look, I'm I'm sick, y'all. Y'all don't know. I've got a kidney disease. Y'all don't know. I'm sick. I think we all should be medicated, and I will. I'll die on that hill. All right. I think so, to be honest, anyway. I, I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed Jasmine's distrust of Daniel and Nicole over anyone because just ja I think. Listen, <laughs> as much as I don't like Jasmine, I also think Jasmine is very entertaining. We have ask us like this every now and then. And I just think her existence in this house is necessary to me because it gives me someone to not root <laughs> for. But also watching her her thoughts are very yes. like, I, I love it. I'm sorry. I don't like her, but I like what she says sometimes because it's hilarious. The things that mm -hmm. she just thinks is right is insane. 
Um, it's funny that you say that because when I talked to Daniel today, he basically said the same thing. How does that make you feel, Derek? Terrible. No, he basically was like, he said, listen, I don't like Jasmine and I don't really think she's funny. I'm not laughing with her, but I am definitely laughing at pretty much everything that she says. And I was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. The, I, she's, she's basically Raven at this point. I mean, we're not too Oh my far gosh. Off. Um, I think not she, far at all. She pretty much sealed it with her conversation about how she gains weight when she doesn't eat uh, yesterday, which Kyle loved, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Science. Yeah. Gotta love science. But in relation Somebody to Nicole, uh, in relation to Nicole, Jasmine was talking. I can't remember if this was today or yesterday. It all blends together. Um, Nicole yeah. came in just like spiraling to, you know, Jasmine, who is a have not, but has taken over Alyssa's bed essentially this week uh, during the day, pretty much. Uh, and also, I saw I saw someone said something about Jasmine's foot earlier. Her foot looks terrible, everyone. I don't. It's not even a foot at this point. Uh, is I don't it know, really? It looks really bad. Uh, is it like bruised or what? Yeah, it's got a lot of things wrong with it. You know, just on just on the outskirts. Um, let me see if I can find a picture. It's got a lot of things wrong with it, just on the outskirts. There's no <laughs> telling what's funny. going on internally. Um, I mean, look, she did. I will say this. Did I laugh when she fell? Of course. I would laugh when anyone falls, myself included. It, But I'm going to tell you, it looked like it really did hurt. I mean, it's not a big step, but that momentum going down and that yikes it looked like it hurt i'm not gonna lie i don't know how that makes you not able to wipe yourself when you go potty but mm. apparently for her it does they're <laughs> connected somehow um but also going back to nicole real quick since you just said a reference to that nicole doesn't wipe anyone's ass roxy i don't know if you knew this um she's not here to be um, anyone's I mother to differ because i saw listen she did Eight days of knowing Jasmine, she said, your ankle's broken. I will wipe your butt when you Because that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Everybody up. knows that the ankle is directly connected to the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody just like walking by just heard me say that and walk, thought I was walk, serious? What do you mean, you mean walking by? Oh, you mean like in your house? Like I, thought you meant, <laughs> I thought you'd be like a viewer is out like window shopping and just sees our stream. Uh, in a story. <laughs> yes. Yes. As the they randomly play them, you know, everywhere. We're worldwide. We're like Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Yeah. We're like almost fun and also like Pitbull. <laughs> I'm putting that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that, could be our, shirt. that could be our cup uh, on one side, almost fun on the other side, like Pitbull. Funny. I can't find the the gross picture of Jasmine's foot that I saw the other day, but here's here's a different picture that it doesn't look as bad here. But this was on the twenty first, so this Ooh, was like yikes. this was like nine days ago. It's gotten much worse since then, but I feel like I need to show something at least. Um, it looks really not good. No, and I know she did ask to have an X rayed. Jasmine did, and and to my knowledge, they did and told her it's not broken. But I'm like. Well, she didn't leave the premises, so you brought in like a what a port. I mean, I know that these exist, like a portable X-ray, whatever, and then you take the film somewhere to be read. But I'm like, what is the accuracy rate on that? Because that foot looks not good. 
<laughs> like, ooh, what if it is broken? I don't know about that, jazzy girl. Yeah. Um. Mm. Thankfully, though, Jasmine is injured, and that gave Monty a little bit more of a reason to not put up uh, the pairing of Jasmine and Turner this week. Uh, so let's go over the plan a little bit. Of course, the main plan uh, is to get out Nicole. That was their first big plan to go into. So first they needed a pairing to put up on the block. Uh, that made sense to almost everyone in the house, something that Monty could defend when everyone came up to the HOH room. So what they decided on was Alyssa and Indy. Um, and I will say as a side note, Kyle would not mind it if they just got rid of Alyssa this week. He would be perfectly okay with that. In well, fact, he was pushing for it. Yeah, because he is feeling like it's a little, it's a little overbearing for him. And he's just like, I mean, I've seen people comparing her to, to the beast mode cowboy. And I'm just like, it's not a bad comparison. Sometimes, some days I'm like, the only difference is, I mean, Kyle does like her. I don't think he likes her in the way that she likes him, or at least not to the degree. Like it is very, it is very stage five clinger. I'm not going to lie. And it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. And what, Kyle's mom tweets? Caitlin in chat says Kyle's mom's tweets are so entertaining. I might have to get on Twitter and look. <laughs> it's just news. Um, but yeah, it's Kyle has definitely gotten to the point where he's like, it's not even worth keeping her around, even though I know she trusts me still. Uh, it's not. It's still not worth it to have her in this house because it makes me that uncomfortable. Uh, and we even saw, of course, you know, once the feeds came back on, Kyle and Alyssa have a long conversation. Kyle explains his side of the story and Alyssa's just like, but I don't understand why you wouldn't tell me, you know, like why I, I don't get it. Like, why would you not? No showman's has ever uh, been on other sides like this before. <laughs> like, but that's not, you see, that's the issue. We're not, <laughs> we're not exactly a showman's. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. Exactly. Yeah. So Kyle would not mind it if Alyssa was gone this week. Um, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see how all of this plays out now that we have the veto winner that we do and we have uh, the people that we do on the blog. I'm excited for that portion, at least. It may not be exciting like later half of the week, but I think leading up to veto ceremony, this is going to be interesting. Really? And I'm excited. Yes. And then uh, I do think Thursday night should be interesting, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to give a quick recap. So of course, Alyssa and Indy are plan a for this, um, so that they can backdoor Nicole, but Monty is going to tell everyone that he wants to backdoor Taylor. I should also mention that the leftovers have kind of decided that they're all going to talk shit about each other, especially like Joseph talking shit about Kyle, everything with that. They planned on all of this. Um, Kyle was even talking shit about Michael at one point the other day. So there's a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, which has worried some people, I'm sure, watching that out of context on the feeds. But Monty essentially um, has said to people that are not in the leftovers that he can't nominate Jasmine and Turner because Jasmine's not at 100%. You know, um, it wouldn't be right. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, she's also a have-not. Turner's a have-not. It just wouldn't be cool. Um, and then for Michael and Brittany, it's Michael's birthday this week. And they've been on the block like 50 times already. So why would they go up again? You know, uh, so that was really the reasoning leading up to why 
uh, Alyssa and Indy should go up on the block in the first place. Indy was a little bit more, um, fought a little bit back, fought back a little bit more than Alyssa did, of course, going up on the block. But that's essentially what we got. Alyssa and Indy went up on the block yesterday, uh, and the plan was still in place to hopefully backdoor Nicole, but tell everyone that they're actually backdooring Taylor instead. And everyone's kind of falling for it. Everyone was falling for it. So, uh, and Monty made it known in his speech, apparently, that Alyssa and Indy were not the top two targets and the plan was for them to come off the block. So um, they're setting it all up again to make it look like they're getting rid of Taylor when in fact they're actually not, which is exciting, especially when people are falling for it over and over and over again. So with that, where should we go from there, Roxy? Because um, we still have... We have we have even more developments. We have developments happening by the second, pretty much with with these feeds on right now. Um, uh, right, I know. Like we were already um, on here, and somebody, it, it maybe either Joseph or Thomas, somebody in chat was saying that Daniel was like having a meltdown on the feeds, and I was like, I want to be watching that, but I have to talk to y'all. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I do, um, but I am going to go back and 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 look for it. I don't know. I just, so with all of the plans and stuff that they have for this week, the, um, Fazia, is that how you say that? Fazia? Yes. Um, um, <laughs> I don't know. How do you answer it? Well, Daniel won the veto, <laughs> but, but some people are like Kyle and, wait, was I not supposed to say that yet? Well, I hadn't said it yet, but you can, I didn't, I could have given you a drum roll or something. Okay. Daniel won the veto or possibly Daniel and Kyle. Either way, they can both use it. So there you yes. go. Uh, anyway. we, had, we had seven people compete in the veto. So we had Terrence, Monty, Joseph, and then Alyssa, Indy. And then the two people drawn were Daniel and Kyle. I should just mention that, that there were seven people in the veto today. My, my, my apologies. It's also, okay. apparently, Joseph's not the one who said it in chat because Joseph's like, Daniel was having a meltdown. I didn't know that. So I... I uh, maybe Thomas said it, somebody in chat way back when we first started. Um, anyway, so as far as I thought it was really interesting how they're all trying to keep up, you know, this facade of, of like, Oh, we don't like, we don't like Taylor. She's got to go. I don't know why people are still believing it, but they are, but it's been interesting to watch, um, you know, all of the plans and I've been kind of tickled at, um, like I already mentioned it once, but the the conversation that Monty and Taylor had where he was like, okay, so what, what do I do? And she's like, well, you're supposed to be against me. So you're going to have to just like tell everybody like we've got a backdoor Taylor. And he's like, okay. And I think that's so funny that, um, that she's in on that planning. And earlier Barrett, you said like, when people get on and and watch the feeds or even read updates and they are out of context where they hear somebody or read about somebody saying something negative about Taylor, then they're like, what's going on? I've already had actually some text messages and inboxes and stuff today from people like, wait, who, who is the target? Like, why are they still talking? Like they're going to send Taylor home. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, wait. So that's all fake. <laughs> like, that's not real. And they're like, okay. But I just think it's so enjoyable, though, to watch it because a lot of these people, 
pretty darn good actors, to be honest. Um, and the things that they're coming up with. And I don't know if you said this or not, because I was busy cuddling baby Okoye kitty. Um, <laughs> but earlier, Michael was saying how, what if we get, what if we get, Nicole to tell Daniel that she doesn't really feel that safe and that maybe he shouldn't use the veto. But then Kyle can say, mm, I would like to use it to save Alyssa though. And so then he uses it anyway. And then obviously Nicole and, and Taylor go up on the block and Nicole goes home and then the reason that Michael said that we could do that is because then instead of making Taylor this, the, 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 the fall guy or the person that we are, you know, blaming once again, we can put shift some of that blame onto Kyle so that if the other side wins HOH this coming week, maybe they'll be mad at Kyle because it will be his fault. How dare you? And then Kyle and Daniel can go on the block and we can get rid of Daniel. And I'm like, I like the way you think, sir. Yeah. It's a good pivot because, I mean, you can only blame Taylor so much before you got to have someone mm -hmm. else take the blame. And that's been a big issue so far. If we have one issue in the midst of the leftovers, I think it is the trio of Brittany, Michael, and Taylor kind of coming together and be like, we've taken the fall for a lot of stuff so far. Um, and none of them have. So um, trying to figure out how mm -hmm. they can get the guys to take a little bit more of the blame in the process. So, and there was a little bit of issues right. with Joseph being a little bit too, um, I don't know what the right word is. He's being too into the plans, but also kind of being like, I'm really into this plan that I came up with where everyone else has to take the heat for something except for me, right? Um, so there's been a little issue with right. that, that Joseph has cleared seems... up for the most part, um, mainly mm -hmm. between him and Taylor, which him and Taylor are good. I think Joseph is just like, his 25-year-old self is just so into the game right now that he can't like sit still for a second. He can't not talk to everyone about the fake plans and yeah. fake scenarios. The fake plans and the real plans and the fake real plans and the real fake plans. And also he is a quarter of a century old. And with that comes, you know, immense knowledge. And yes. he just is really unsure how to direct that right now because he's only been 25 for just a few short days, but you know, he's learning to rein it in and hone his 25 year old quarter century wisdom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine if him and Brittany teamed up for their, like just their mental capacity, the, the things that they would be able to see the future and beyond probably that too. Something mm -hmm. would, a whole new, like the upside down would open up. They have that kind of power. The upside down. Yeah. There'd be a crack in the, wall there. in the bathroom and it would be, they'd be able to crawl mm -hmm. through. Yeah. Yeah. Marvin would be it in there. Happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, it was Thomas that said that earlier. Okay. He said Daniel was in the uh, bathroom and just kind of like face palmed and was like, oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You kind of are, Daniel. You kind of are. Yeah, uh, Sam with... and chat. Oh, go ahead. No, I was, I was gonna... just going to answer Sam that yes. Veto has been played and Kyle and Daniel won. Yeah, one thing we need to clear up though, because we didn't really say this, is that we did get a little bit more clarification. So even though Daniel was the only one with the veto medallion around him uh, when the feeds mm -hmm. came back on, technically we could say that Daniel won the veto, but 
Um, since they're bestie it festies, be it can be yeah. used if either one of them decides that they want to use it. So Daniel might go up there and say, I don't want to use the veto, but Kyle can say, actually, mm-hmm. yes, we're going to use the veto. And then it has to be used. Right. And, and, and I kind of, I don't care if it's this week with, with the two of them or, or, or next week. And after that, we're done CBS. That's all you're doing <laughs> is three weeks. Right. Okay. I made that roll up. That's not a real roll, but, um, I would like to see that happen at some point just because I feel like that's good, messy, dramatic gameplay. Yeah. And that would be fun. And I'm definitely here for that. Um, but I, you know, if they go with like Michael's plan of, 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 you know, planting for Nicole to be like, Daniel, don't use it. Daniel, don't use yeah. it. And then Kyle's like, just kidding. I think I'm going to, I think that's wonderful. However, I also think it would be absolutely hilarious because Daniel at this point really does think that there is a, you know, backdoor tailored plan. Um, He may have an inkling that it's not true. So there is a little bit, you know, of skepticism there from, from him, but I do. And Barrett, you texted this earlier, as soon as we found out who won, how it like, the poetic justice of of Daniel using that veto and with the, with the intent to send Taylor home on a backdoor plan. And is it a true backdoor? They, did they play? No, they didn't. Um, it, and then, and then uh, Nicole going home because Daniel used the veto that he won. Like. And on top that of that, sitting next to Taylor. Yeah. Yes. Yes, like how Daniel would like, lose. I don't his mind. know which plan. Yeah, he would lose his mind. I don't know which plan that I would rather see. Like, do I like this plan where they kind of are already formulating, you know, to get Daniel out next week via everyone's mad at Kyle type situation and take some of the heat off of Taylor? Do I want to see that plan or do I want to see? Daniel be the direct reason that Nicole gets put on that block and goes home. <laughs> like, which do I want to see more? They're both yeah. wonderful. <laughs> and um, I've really only been re- a couple, reading a couple of BB updates since we started going live. And it looks like Daniel's a little bit more hesitant to use the veto at this point. Again, it doesn't matter. If Kyle wants to use it, it's going to be used. Um, but at the same time, Kyle wouldn't mind if Alyssa went home. Uh, but at the same time, if he doesn't use the veto on Alyssa, that's going to be interesting to watch the fallout of that um so there's a lot of things in play here that i'm kind of excited about um so yeah uh right we're kind of at a win-win says exactly ethan in chat says really no losing this week a hundred percent like because even what what you just said barrett like can you imagine how much fun it would be to watch if they don't use the veto at all and just Alyssa would lose her ever-loving mind because, you know, she thinks she's engaged to Kyle at this point. Like, so wedding bells or, you know, ringing, ring-a-ding-ding, she thinks. The eight-carat diamond ring or whatever it is that she wants. I know. Well, you don't want much, do you? Eight carats. What? Yeah, only if they're like the Bugs Bunny kind of carrots. Like, eight carats. Who you're not Beyonce? What are you? (laughs) 
This is our plug for Beyonce's Which... new album. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's so funny. Yes, it is. Actually, it's for like yeah, it's like Post Malone's album, but his what what was it? It's something carrot. Anyway, whatever. Are you talking about Bruno Mars? Twenty four K. No, 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 no. Post okay. Malone. You know, agree to disagree. I guess. Um, no, no, I, I do know what you're talking about, but I, what's the girl on TikTok that she she does logos, except she does them, they're horrible. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't, I'm not on TikTok. I'm sorry. You should have known this when we did Castorville and I didn't know if like 500,000 followers on TikTok was good or not. Because that's what Kyle Barrett. has, I think. I'm sorry. It's not Barrett. fun to me. Well, that girl on TikTok that she does logos, she redid... Um, she redid um, a Post Malone album cover and she put a bunch of carrots on there. I saw it earlier today, actually. <laughs> and I feel like I want to watch it. And it was mm. funny. And she well, actually spelled his name wrong and spelled it Potts. <laughs> <laughs> Potts Malone. I kind of like that too, yeah. though. Which was really funny. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out Ethan in chat does have an amazing YouTube channel on everyone. So you should go watch all of his videos. Um, yeah. Who? Ethan in chat. Oh, you know him? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of cool videos, uh, Big Brother related. I just watched, even just the other day, I was watching all of his, um, every iconic, uh, one iconic moment from every Big Brother season. It was so good. Um, it really just gave <gasps> me a lot of good this. memories back. Yeah. Everyone go watch them. Thank you, Zach Perez. 12 Carat Post Malone's album. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Zach Perez, <laughs> whoever you are. Never heard of him. <laughs> whoever you may be. Zach, you sure are in this chat a lot for someone who's busy. I know. Zach's like, guys, I don't think I can make it today because, you know, I'm just doing <laughs> stuff and things, you know. I, I, I like to imagine he was doing his shoulders like that, too. He's doing <laughs> stuff and things, and I'm just, you know, I got, like, you know, things to attend to. And yet, here he is. Given here those he is. Giving those mystery shoulders. That's classic Zach. Mystery shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Putting that on a t-shirt. I know, right? <laughs> Oh my god, Pretty we're getting soon, off track. I'm just gonna make a t-shirt that says putting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Okay. So I think we should delve into the, a lot of these scenarios a little bit more, especially when it comes to if we have Taylor and Nicole at the block at the end of the week. Taylor or Nicole gets evicted. Taylor then will either have to choose. A and a team to join a, another trio of bestie festies, or I guess the only other option would be that Taylor has to choose between jo jo Joseph, uh, Joseph Monty. I like and... Joseph; it's fancy. <laughs> Joseph Monty and Terrence um, to form a you new think, yeah. bestie festie duo. Yeah, so they've kind of been talking about how all of that might play out because the goal would be, of course to create another group where that is not solely um, the leftovers, which right now it would only be Brittany and Michael. So that's Taylor's big worry is how do we keep Brittany and Michael safe going into next week? And that's slowly being everyone else's worry too, um, because that's the only way they cannot be 100% safe, which is insane, right? Um, that is the only way that they can't control everything that they want. So they're trying to figure out, you know, how they can get around this. One goal is of course, to just plant the seed to deter every single person from Brittany and Michael, which 
showing what they've been able to do so far with uh, gaslighting everyone in post-pack, I think it's possible. I don't, I don't even know if I can say post-pack anymore because there are people in post-pack who are now the leftovers. So I don't even know if I can say that anymore. Yeah. What would be a better way to refer to the group of people that are not in the leftovers? Because now they're technically the leftovers. I mean, yeah, that's true. And I'm sorry, but sometimes I get, this is so stupid, but sometimes I get caught off guard whenever y'all say like the leftovers and I'm like, the left, like the leftovers, what? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, the, the alliance, the leftovers. Cause I'm like, look, I'm a chubby girl. So when you say leftovers, I'm like, what did y'all have? <laughs> what did y'all eat? What kind of leftovers? Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> and then I go, oh, no, the alliance, the leftovers. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about seven human beings, Roxy? <laughs> Not great, to be no. honest. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been disturbed with any answer that wasn't that. Just call them old school. I like that. We, they're technically old school. Um, so yeah. I, I don't mind that either. Or I, I can just say the other side of the house. That also works. <laughs> Yes, I don't exactly. have to think too much about it. But also just forming all of these pairs. So say Taylor gets saved. She either has to choose a, a new pair or having to choose between Joseph, Monty, and Terrence. If she chooses a new pair, it's got to be Alyssa and Indy, pretty much. Uh, that's what it comes down to. Right? Well, and I mean, yes. And I think that that would be phenomenal. Didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, your your phonetics You're were right. really drawn out. I was I, sorry. My phonetics. <laughs> <laughs> so that would no. be the goal to join Indy and Alyssa, and then I Can mean, you imagine the fallout from that. Indy and Alyssa would spend all of their time holed up in some room, bitching and moaning, you know, about it, and it would be amazing. But also, can you imagine? If they all three were on the block and you know good and well, Taylor's not going anywhere. <laughs> again. Oh my Lanta. Yeah. I'm manifesting uh, it. It's that would funny. be that would be three. No. I was say, never mind. Now if if everything works out this week and if it's Nicole and Taylor, that would be this would be the second blind side that Taylor was on the right side of while being on the block. Um, so if that happened three times where she was on the block and didn't go home in a blindside eviction, has anyone, has that ever happened to anyone three different times where there's been three blindsides? Like I know we had, I think of Victoria BB 16, I mean, who was just on the block at the end of every single week, right. of course, but it was never a blindside we've, every single week. Mm -hmm. um, we've definitely had our fair share of uh, pawn stars over the years. Yeah. You know, we had well Spencer in fifteen and Victoria in sixteen. Those are great examples. Oh, oh, Bacon Boy, um, Adam Pock was, yeah, was um, a, a great example of that. But as far, I mean, I'll say it again. As far as blind sides, have we had them? Yes, this many with the same person on the block. I don't know, but I know this: they haven't been this glorious to watch in forever. It's been so good because we we keep getting the <gasps> faces like, and I'm just like, mm, you're going to catch flies. You should close your mouth. But <laughs> also I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> uh, I, it's just insane to me that all it takes is just 
there's so much going right for the leftovers right now that it just feels kind of like flying too close to the sun you know like i feel like something terrible has to happen soon like right? icarus <laughs> yeah. yes exactly but instead of icarus it's britney flying too close to the sun at yes this point. britney aka icarus yes Brickerous. <laughs> she's brickerous <laughs> yeah our next video we're gonna make mythological comparisons for every every cast member in big brother history uh, it's gonna be so much fun i can't wait um, but at the same sorry, time, I feel my like brain you just started thinking, who could, sorry, who could everyone be ever? Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I gotta say, I, I feel a bit hypocritical when I'm so happy that the leftovers are in control <laughs> as a big Alliance, just controlling this game so much, because I know if it was the opposite side of things, I don't even know if we'd be watching this season. Like if it was, if it was everyone in yeah. old school on the other side of the house that had control right now, that were in the same power position that the leftovers are in, I don't think I would be in, in remotely enjoying this. So I feel like I have to meet the middle ground in terms of being unbiased in saying that I really hope this twist ends soon. Um, Cause yes, I, as much as I too. like them gaming this system at first and getting the blind side that we loved doing mm -hmm. it for three weeks in a row is kind of like, Okay, well, this mm. is too easy now. It's like I can't solely root for them just I based know. on the fact that I like them. I have to want a good game too. Right, Daniel and I were Junebug, if you will. <laughs> um, we were talking earlier on the phone, and um, it, it, we actually were talking about that. Like, it is so like great to see you know, this, this particular group of people, some of whom are having to come from behind, one of whom is coming from way far behind, um, to, to kind of join together. But it's to the point now where it's like, yes, I loved seeing that and that takeover, but I want to see a power shift. But the problem is, is at this point, even if the other side, and Daniel and I were calling them the bully group because that's what I was calling him. And so then he was calling him that the bully group. If they win, they still, it doesn't matter what they do because they still don't really have any power because they don't have any numbers to vote out anybody unless it's this favorite. twist is gone. Unless this twist is gone. It's the only way that they can take someone out from the leftover old school Alliance. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I need for that to happen in order for my interest in the in the show to stay up here because I love that's why season six was so good is because it was just the constant just back and forth and back and forth. Of course, then you had James Ryan, you know, flipping and things like that, which I'm thinking we may see some of that down the road, too. And and I will hate if it does result in someone that I truly truly love going home but at the same time that's big brother and that's what makes this game so wonderful so you know like i just i don't like the steamroll last year we did have the steamroll and it was one of the only time we talked about it it's one of the only times that i didn't hate the steamroll because the people doing the steamrolling i liked and so it was like, and plus history was made. And so also there was that, which was remarkable. Um, in, in season 12, I didn't mind it as much either because 
it's the first time that we really and truly saw a large steamroll like that. So it wasn't bad. But other than that, it's just like, I really want the power to shift and for the side that I love to take a hit. I mean, it is a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. So we'll see. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to say that I would love to not be so comfortable watching this show. Just, you know, the happiness that is unfolding, you know, watching everything play out perfectly, exactly how we want it. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I know in my mind, there's only going to be drama that unfolds and just like it's going to have that much more intrigue as if the power shifts a little bit more. Uh, Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll get to that soon enough um i need it in my life yeah we'll have to have harsh acceptance with it at first i think but i think that's what makes i think it makes it a little bit more fun maybe not if jasmine won hoh again watched her in the hoh room again when might not be even like slightly intriguing um but now that that side is no longer in power maybe it might add something to the season to to have all of them up in the hoh room again who knows um but regardless i I mean it's always it's always interesting to see when you have, when you have these separate groups, even though one group doesn't realize that they're two separate groups right now, but when you, when you have that, it's always interesting to see, you know, the other side win something because the dynamics that occur when they're in that HOH room, it's like watching, the people go up there and, and and like, I miss those days when you have power shifts and, and people are up there and they make one week and two week deals for themselves rather than let's form this big giant alliance. Because to me, it's more efficient to, to have people you're loyal to. And then like when that power shifts and you have this other person up there to make a deal to keep is especially yourself safe maybe your other person, but you don't really want to show, you know, your cards that much, but you know, like, so I think if Jasmine were up there, it might be kind of interesting to see if there are any deals made, what will be said. Like I, as much as she gets on my nerves and I don't know if my ears can take another week of like constant DRs from her. I just got real upset thinking about it. I don't know, but um, I don't know about the butter beans and blindside butter beans or whatever. I just, I think it still might be kind of interesting to watch, uh, like on some level. Just saying. Uh, I can't believe I haven't even played this clip yet uh, <laughs> from, from the eviction episode. Um, oh my God, I don't even have the clip saved. This is so embarrassing. Uh, I'm going to have to go to the actual episode to pull it Bear, out. I am ashamed to know you right now. How dare you be so ill-prepared? Here we are at the professional podcast that we are, <laughs> and you don't even have things ready. I can't work like this, Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here I am talking about how we've done 265 of these together, and I can't even pull a clip up. I mean, just, you would think that we would know what we were doing by now, but guess what? Joke's on y'all because we don't. <laughs> especially me. I'm like, how do I turn the computer on? I'm constantly asking Barrett, how do I do that? How do I turn on my speakers though? (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Natalie, that's unfortunate. Her ankle's broken. Hey, Julie, you look prettier than a full rack of ribs. (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> my gosh. I've had some really good ribs in my lifetime. I live in the South, and we do eat a lot of, you know, that's Southern food. I have never in my life thought of comparing somebody's physical attributes to a rack of ribs. I've I know. never seen ribs that beautiful before. I know. I've that's seen some really yummy looking ones. I've been like, hmm, those look good. But I've never said, that looks just like my friend Julie. Never. <laughs> I've been talking to this rack of ribs for 30 minutes thinking it was Julie. You're telling me. I was so confused. (laughs) Like, I just think I brought this rack of ribs home with me. Thought it's my kid. I got home, realized it's not even, it's just just ribs. (laughs) I left my kid at the barbecue place. (laughs) Like, that is the weirdest thing to me that she said that. (laughs) But okay. Yeah, it was, I don't, I don't want to take that as a compliment. I don't think, I like, I don't know. Like ribs can be well, good. You may like, enjoy ribs, but you don't look at a rack of ribs and think, "Wow, whoa!" What do you think Julie thought when she's <laughs> Julie? You look prettier than a rack of ribs. You think Julie was like, "Is that how low hey, the bar look, is?" Yeah, you look as pretty as a snow cone. <laughs> like you think, like what do you say? And you are as lovely as a stalk of celery. <laughs> 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 and I only said that because I don't like celery and I also dislike jasmine. So, I, oh God, yeah. the sex people are back. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll get rid of them. But yeah, just imagine, being told, only. <laughs> just imagine being told like, hey, you, you look, you know, like the, you know, like the inside of a pig, uh, you know, like. <laughs> you look as pretty as pig innards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You look slightly better than the inside of a pig, Julie. Did you know that? <laughs> That's basically what she said. I will say this, though. I don't know who looked at a pig and said, you know what would be a great idea? We should cut that sucker up and cook it. And, and like, because that's the creator of bacon. And whoever did that, genius. Genius. Because everybody knows bacon makes everything taste better. I don't care what you're eating. If you put bacon on it, it is instantly better. Instantly, something would be good, like a rack of ribs, perhaps. <laughs> you throw some bacon on there. I mean, you have amplified it tenfold. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know who looked at a pig and said that looks like something I'd like to put in my mouth, but I'm glad they did. Other, <laughs> I'm glad they did because otherwise we wouldn't know about how good barbecue is. <laughs> okay, I don't really know. A- well, I just said the words that I just said, but okay. I don't know why you do that. I said them. I cannot. <laughs> you also said the sex people Listen, are back. My family's earlier, been saying I, it for. I said what? The sex people are back <laughs> earlier. So you're saying a lot of things lately. <laughs> the sex people are back. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tyler. I am just as pretty as a nice plate of chicken strips. <laughs> thank you. Thank See, you for that. I don't believe I've ever been complimented like that before. I know. <laughs> uh, so blame uh, it. I would blame it on the meds being, but sadly, I mean, the meds do amplify my personality, yeah. but she just be like, this that. is it. Yeah. Yes. This is it. My friend, this is it. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, some other things we, we can talk about that happened the last couple of days. We had a very fun moment yesterday uh, where 
I should I should just say Kyle and Nicole have been in a prank war of sorts, scaring each other, taking turns. Um, and so Kyle decided that he was going to jump out of the storage room. Uh, clo- what do you call that? Shelf closet. It's like pantry. a cabinet. Yeah, the, cabinet. yeah. Cabinet works. Um, oh my gosh, I know what you're going to talk about. And it was going to scare Nicole. So he's going to have Michael make sure they go into the storage room to set all this up. So, so he goes to hide into the cabinet and um, Michael and Nicole go in there and just immediately Nicole starts crying pretty much. And it's just like, I just don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go. I don't know if I can trust Monty. Like, I just don't know if, like what the back door plan is in place. I don't know if I could trust it. Just goes on for so long. And the feeds kept cutting like out of it. Everything. So we kept kind of going out, coming back into it. Cause you started talking about Taylor at one point. I think that's why they cut away. Um, and then the is. entire time Kyle is in the cabinet just next to this conversation. Um, <laughs> and finally Kyle just starts making a little bit of noise. Um, and Nicole walks over to the cabinet, opens it up and Kyle just pops out and he's like, I was in there for 18 hours. <laughs> His time kept changing. <laughs> I was in there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then Nicole was like, well, I knew about it the whole time. Ha ha. I definitely knew he was in there. Oh, yeah, no. I was not. I was, I repeat, I was not spilling my guts without knowledge that he was here. I did it for his benefit. <laughs> because I know everything. Because everything is about me, in case you didn't know. <laughs> so that was a that was an interesting moment uh, in the midst of Nicole's spiraling. And yeah, it was Nicole, funny. Nicole and Kyle had a couple of different moments last night that I know a lot of people saw, but one of them was, of course, the one I just talked about. Then the other one was uh, them in the HOH room and Nicole at one point tried to like, was going to lay her head on (laughs) Kyle's shoulder. Um, And as soon as like, even just like the tips of her hair touched Kyle's shoulder, Kyle just went, just like backed off (laughs) real quick. (laughs) I got the cooties, mom. (laughs) And then the gold <laughs> just like kept going with their head, pretending like she meant to do that the entire time. Um, it didn't just like awkwardly laid her head onto the top of the couch, which is not, this is like, this is pretty much what she looked like. I'm not exaggerating. It was nearly a 90 degree <laughs> angle that her head was at and just pretended that that's what she was trying to do. It's like a complete right angle. <laughs> no, I saw Celise here. I know math too. I'm just kidding. Roxy knows triangles. All three sides. Three? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Try. (laughs) Try, Roxy. Try. Um, Yeah, so Kyle, not a big fan of Nicole. I want to play another clip real quick because there's a good clip of Turner and Kyle talking about Nicole at one point. Um, Turner voicing his frustration with... Oh, I I should preface... Turner's having a really rough time this week being a have not. He's on like, I don't know what diet he's on normally. He's vegan, he vegan? Okay. So basically, yeah, basically he's just, this big switch has caused him to have all sorts of issues um, internally yeah, this week. Tummy problems. Yeah. Tum-tum probs. So he's struggling. He's also having like very existential conversations on couches talking about, you know, who would he be if he wasn't wearing the clothes he's um, wearing and the things that he likes? And listen, people that partake of the devil's lettuce tend to have existential conversations just in general. 
Well, he hasn't been on it in quite I, a while. He's not had any lettuce he, he, for a bit, but I do know a thing or two about how that goes. So I live in the South. Not a lot to do here. <laughs> I will <laughs> I will play this clip now of Turner just laying on the HOH bed and him and Kyle amongst the leftovers talking about Nicole. Turn her off the slop. There's a new turn. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> just going to oh, go around offering my ice cream. Yeah, and she says, who wants Turner's HOA's ice cream? Fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that pissed me off. Oh, poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I won't. I won't skip this too far. Oh, wow. Yeah, and if I have to go into one more room and hear... Nicole is struggling, everyone. But also, that's that. I gotta say, this may be a controversial opinion. Um, I think Nicole leaving this week would make things kind of boring for a little bit. Because uh, I enjoy her spiraling. I enjoy her thinking that she is some like. That she has some sort of control agree, over the situation actually. and she has no mm-hmm. control over anything. Um, yeah, I do kind of agree. Like, like I feel like, I know it's, I said, like, well, it would be kind of fun to watch Daniel without Nicole because he would just lose his ever, he would lose his ever loving mind. But, you know, I feel like Nicole she does spiral way more than Daniel. Daniel, like, he just goes off, like, erratically and sporadically. Nicole is, like, she's a constant, like, spiral. And Daniel, Daniel is, like, a stop-and-go type of spiral. And I do think Nicole is more fun to watch. It's just now we don't have the option to send Daniel home. And mm-hmm. who else would we send? Alyssa, which I mean, yeah, which is a move, but it's like not that good of a move. No, and 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 bless Kyle's heart, it is kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's kind of it's kind of sad, funny, honestly. It's embarrassing. Like I got, I have some secondhand embarrassment about it, but you know, she is doing a lot of things that are funny, also in a very different way than Nicole. So there's that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, Nicole going on a blind side might be worth, you know, the lack of Nicole in the house, which is okay. Um, but <laughs> my parents, you know, are they're casual-ish viewers. My dad will like turn the feeds on every now and then because he has my account. Actually, my entire family has my account. <laughs> Sorry, CBS, call me. If you'd ever call me, we could discuss it, but you don't call. <laughs> anyway, they don't. Um, no, they don't. They never do. Maybe they have not. They don't have my right number. I'll get it to you, CPS. But anyway, um, so I, I I actually watched Thursday's episode again with my parents on Friday when I went over there. They were already watching it, so I got the pleasure of watching it again with them. And my dad was so funny because he was like, he said, "I don't even understand why Nicole." is telling like this secret to to Terrence about being a cop. He said, Terrence doesn't care. And my mom said, why does she even think that's a secret? Big deal. And I just thought it was so funny because 
I mean, and if you know my family, my parents, it's even funnier. But my dad was like, Terrence doesn't care. <laughs> I said, no, he doesn't. <laughs> my mom's like, why is that even a secret? So what? It's like, Psst, guess what? I used to work the cash register at Walmart. <gasps> Shh. Like, it's like, okay, cool. And then <laughs> you keep like, so it's irrelevant. But for some reason, she thinks it's very relevant, and that's funny to me. Yeah, and slowly she's just going to keep telling more and more people. Like, <laughs> it's going to happen just every couple of days. A new person's going to know. And you know how it's not important? Because she's told three people about this, and none of them and have said anything said else. <laughs> I know, but I'm just waiting on her to freak out about the fact that she told Terrence because she knew he was leaving and then he stayed and now he knows the he secret knows too much. he's gotta go <laughs> <laughs> so funny yeah uh <laughs> zach zach in chat said my secret would be i would whisper i'm a cheer mom <laughs> Zach, that's way scarier than being a police officer. Let's face facts there. <laughs> that's so funny, though. <laughs> what What else do we have to talk about, Roxy? It's uh, it's pretty cut and dry right now, and I think we're going to have a lot more developments tonight. So unfortunately, we can't talk about those because they haven't happened yet. But I know they're going to happen right as soon as we end. Um, there's going to be well, a whole flood do. of information if there hasn't already been while we've been talking for the last hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, really what it boils down to everyone is that we have Daniel and Kyle with the veto. We have one option where Alyssa and Indy stay on the block. And we have another option where Nicole and Taylor go on the block. And that's where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Daniel doesn't seem like he wants to use the veto because he senses what might happen. Uh, (laughs) Then we have Kyle, who is also a little bit conflicted because one, he wants Alyssa to go. So if Daniel comes up to him and says, well, maybe I don't want to use the veto. Kyle might be like, oh, (laughs) well... Well, Maybe but there's supposed to. to be a leftovers meeting tonight. They're going to try to have an official meeting tonight to discuss. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just glanced down at the chat and saw a comment from Jameson and I cracked up Um, got me all flustered and sidetracked. Yeah, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to get myself back on track. Um. <laughs> Jameson, why did you do that to me? Um, anyway, um, I don't even remember what I was saying. It, it is. Uh, Come on, Rox, you got this. I'm just going to switch gears entirely because I don't even know. <laughs> oh, yes, the meeting tonight. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, the meeting tonight. So they're going to have this meeting to discuss all of that which i mean how long can they keep like having how long can they keep meeting up like this before people catch on probably at least two weeks right no it's only been a week it's really only been a week but but still you know i just don't even really honestly what ethan said earlier like no matter what we're winning this week we're winning but going into next week, whatever they do this week is going to kind of play into next week. And so 
gosh, there's so many scenarios that it's like, well, if they do this, that so anyway, the, the leftover meeting tonight should be, um, interesting uh, chat wants to know about the Taylor and Joseph showman's Natalie does. I don't think there is a showman's. I mean, I think maybe he has a bit of a crush on her. Um, but there is nothing that has come from that yet. I'm not going to call that a showman's. What are you talking about? He's not all in on Amira. You know, <laughs> I said this in our group text. Okay. Does Joseph think that there's a chance for a battle back and like he doesn't know that if that's the case that they would not be shown any of the um, goodbye messages or is he confused about when jury starts and he's trying to do jury management or which would be my favorite scenario if that's what he thinks and that's why he left that message or is he being facetious and he's just saying that because I did not get the vibe that he really felt that way. That and the fact that it sounded like he was like reading from a cue card words he had never seen before. Yeah. There, uh, I don't know. There's something going on there. And I don't know what it is. I would like to think it's hilarious enough to be like, he doesn't really know how this game works still and just <laughs> is doing things just to do them. Uh, I think that'd be hilarious since he's literally like I mean, the ringleader of a lot of these plans right now, but it still right. doesn't know how a lot of things works. The intricacies um, of it, which sometimes those people make the best players, you know, sure. they're just on, you know, gut instinct, just kind of feeling their way through. Maybe he's, you know, I've heard a lot about this thing called jury management. I guess I better do that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like when does that come into play? Yeah, I guess I better better say something nice. And so like, is that what I, they listen when I saw that, that uh, goodbye message, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what like is, Rachel's when they're watching Angela's they're just like, what, what, what is, what is wrong, with, wrong Angela? with Angela? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I just think it's funny, but I think it's funny if like, that's what he's doing. I also think it's funny if he thinks it's because there might be a battle back and he doesn't know that they wouldn't show them goodbye messages. And so like, is he anticipating like, Oh, I better say something nice. Cause if she comes back in the house, I, I want to say something nice. Well, it's one thing to say something nice. It's one thing to be like, I don't it's know. It's another to insinuate you're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> That you'll be spending holidays together from here on out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really bizarre because I definitely did not get, you know, those vibes <laughs> when, when she was still in the house. It was weird. It was really weird. Just wait. We might see Joseph down on one knee finale night proposing to Amira. You I mean, <laughs> yes, like Boogie with Krista in season two. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Do you remember, well, I don't know. You don't remember that because you were but an infant when it occurred. But well, I watched I watched season two not that long ago too. So yeah. I have I have it fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, it but. was so bizarre. I'm like, there he is. I mean, he wasn't really wearing a a, a belly shirt. You know, not not a midriff, but you know, the bar <laughs> belly. He wore that shirt during season two. Well, some people, some folks might not have seen season two, and they might think I I'm inferring or saying that um mike boogie was wearing a midriff shirt he was not 
He wore all of his clothes like 10 sizes too big. He wasn't wearing a midriff anything, but he did have a shirt that he wore most of the season that said belly on it because that was a bar that he supposedly co-owned or whatever. Um, but anyway, I like to pretend that he was wearing that during the proposal, but what he was actually wearing was a basketball jersey that would have fit Andre the Giant. So it was yes. very large on him. That's anyway. classic two, early 2000s attire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he was like trying out, like auditioning for Space Jam, like the sequel or something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, he um, definitely got on one knee and, oppo- and uh, opposed. Proposed. Opposed. Yeah, we're both. not doing this don't even think we're getting married and that's why i'm here because we're not psych oh my god he's opposing <laughs> anyway so yeah we could possibly see that on finale night just kidding we will not see that but it would be funny if we did mm-hmm. what if what if joseph watched season two in in, in sequester and he's like well, it's finale. I've got to propose to yeah. somebody now. Just, <laughs> like he's just mimicking all of these things yeah. that he's seen. I mean, we had it in two. We had it in 20. Mm-hmm. Um, we had yeah. Kimmy proposing that Jackson Mickey was a racist in 21. Yes. And that was not opposed by anyone <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Jackson Mickey. Mama. Am I racist, Mama? I need a little watermelon so I can talk about this. You might be, baby. <laughs> She said, yes, honey, you are. We all are. Get a little chocolate milk in you. You'll feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I pretend like that's the way Jackson's mom talks. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, What else, Roxy? What um, else we got? Oh, gosh. Uh, Terrence choked on a chicken wing. Uh, and started throwing up, and everyone thought, oh, the sex people are back. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone thought, oh, the sex people are back. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, Terrence choked on a chicken wing, and then people, and then sex people arrived? What? <laughs> Expect the unexpected, I, right? Yes, I totally missed that day on the feed. It's, it's time for a that. takeover. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a sex people takeover. <laughs> Chicken wings for everybody. <laughs> right now, I imagine that Jameson's, Jameson's at home and he is writing down like exactly like the time and which episode that I've said these things on because he's going to clip them out for me. I just know it. <laughs> Uh, um, okay. Turner was throwing up this morning. Yeah, he's been throwing up all week, I think. Well, he's got tummy probs because he's having to eat oatmeal with protein added to it and pickles. What? Speaking of, I don't know if you saw Jasmine earlier with that pickle and a jar of I don't know what or like a little bucket, not a bucket, but like a little <laughs> a bucket. <laughs> a bucket of what? A bucket Funnier of a rack of ribs. I don't know what was in it, but it was grossing me out. I had to like turn that because like, let me get my little, let me get my little, my little baby solo cup. It was like, she would like pretend like this is the pickle she was eating. Okay. She would go like dip it into this, this bucket of whatever she had, the bucket. And then, and then she would just put the whole thing in her mouth and like, and like, 
like suck whatever <laughs> she dipped on it off of the pickle. That's demonic. And then, put the, and then she would put the pickle back in her bucket of whatever she had. What was it? Oh, that's I don't know. Weird. I couldn't watch it. I, like I saw her do it a few times and I was like, I'm, I can't. Nope. I'm done here. Like, it's like she's using the pickle as a utensil almost. Yeah. She'd like be like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing, Jasmine? <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't see that. What are you doing? Uh, okay. Um, I don't even know how to segue away from that. That's really disturbing, Roxy. I hate that you even brought that up. Um, between that and the se- between that and the sex people coming back, I'm really like lost now in terms of where to go from here. But Terrence did choke on a chicken wing. Um, <laughs> people did not show up. Yes, but in fact, everyone thought he was just nervous for the eviction, and he just kind of went with it. <laughs> so um, everyone was kind of like, "Yeah, Terrence was like really nervous about everything. Like he was thrown up in the bathroom, and then later Terrence was like, nah, it's just a chicken wing.' But I appreciate it though. <laughs> no, I'm not upset. I just, you know, aspirated on a piece of chicken bone, but it's it's fine. They're like, are you sure, Terrence? And he's like, I don't know, am I? And they said, yeah, you're fine. He said, I'm fine. That's how it happened. Because mm-hmm. Terrence is agreeable. He is. I mean, he is. like. He is he, the most agreeable is. person in the house. Roxy, I think we're almost done. Yes. I mean, I really honestly can't. I can't think of much else. I mean, there's been stuff today since the since the the veto comp but it's mostly just like are we going to do this are we going to do that and we honestly don't even know what the real plan is going to be until after the leftover old school meeting tonight slash pound (laughs) (laughs) pound is in there okay yeah i know i know i know what you meant i just i didn't hear it that way Hmm, okay i don't know how you heard it (laughs) uh anything else roxy Thomas said, leave Jasmine alone. She's just trying to lose weight by eating because when she doesn't eat, that's how she gains weight. Mm-hmm. I, I, metabolism works like that. I am going to go ahead and pull up Islands in the Stream, if that's okay. That's fine because I really honestly don't have anything else. Like there's just, we covered a lot of stuff. It just feels, I mean, it's, there's only two of us today. At this point, what am I going to say? I know, right? No one ever knows what I'm going to say. That's the problem. I know. Uh, that's why That's why I have to stop it now before it gets too out of hand. <laughs> I, can feel it, I can feel it moving away gradually. I'm glad that you're here to police me. <laughs> I need it. Well, you know, I was a police officer for 10 years. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. No. That's right. <laughs> Since I was 13 t- years old, yes. I, I've secretly... <laughs> I've been moonlighting as a police officer. (laughs) Terrence uh, choked on a chicken bone and I choked on water last podcast. And then Nick got mad. That's what happened. What will everyone choke on next? And that's the thought I want to leave with everyone. (laughs) I don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks everyone for being here. This is—is is this our first podcast of the season that's been under two hours? 
Uh, last Saturday was uh, about the same amount of time. It was like 10 minutes under the two-hour mark. But okay. again, there were only two of you. That's right. I was, so. I was hospital-bound. You were. But you're here now, and we're thankful you're here. Because I don't know what would have happened today if you weren't. Um, <laughs> it would have been interesting, that's for sure. So, everyone... Thanks for being here as well. If you are live and in the chat and everything, if you want to like this video, subscribe to the channel, do all that fun stuff. If you weren't here live, feel free to comment um, anything about what we talked about. We can have conversations on there or on our Twitters. If you want to follow either of us, I am at Spicy Bear at Roxy. at Roxy underscore Hotman. We also have a Facebook group if you want to join that. Um, where we talk to Big Brother 24-7. Um, and sometimes you might get me accidentally uh, linking the, the the link to join our actual stream here. So if you're in our Facebook group, you might accidentally get that every now and then. Um, <laughs> yes. but, which almost happened today. So you can go join our Facebook group. Um, listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on all those platforms if you don't want our video version at all. And vice versa if you only listen to audio, that version. So... Um, we'll be back on Wednesday to cover everything between now and Wednesday as we lead up to the next eviction of Big Brother 24. So with that, Roxy, thanks for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me, Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> for the That's 266th weird. time. Yeah. It keeps getting more and more, but yes. yes. Any inspiring words you want to leave? Uh, any Julie Chin Moonbez-esque words? Uh, whatever she normally says love I like just saying whatever she baby back says. ribs <laughs> <laughs> love rib racks <laughs> I love it alright have have a rib racking day everyone <laughs> <laughs>